Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sound One Four podcast. Today, I got Jason on. Uh, how's it going, man? Doing good. Doing all right. Thanks for inviting me. Yep. Uh, so we had to start this again because the audio wasn't working, but now we're back. We we're talking about um, your graduation, right? And um, how they had a virtual event. Can you explain that? Yeah, no, it was a sort of a disappointing, but like, what else can you do sort of graduation where uh, they put together a bunch of PowerPoints and you got to edit your own little slide, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just decided to opt out because I prefer just not having a sad online graduation. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather just sit out and, you know, not even have to think about it. But yeah. Yeah. This year, like nobody expected anything like this at all so it just keeps getting crazier and crazier man um today robert pattinson just got diagnosed with covid so now they have to delay batman production i don't know if you know anything about that but i thought that was super funny yeah he's like starring in the new batman movie yeah he he got it he got it so now they have to delay that production it's like things just keep going south man it's Mm -hmm. it's rough yeah i've heard like the only person that's actually been doing like television and movies is Tyler Perry. Like he has his own studio and, uh, in Atlanta, it's like acres and acres of land and he has mm. people come in and get tested like every day so they could do shooting. <laughs> it's so weird. It's necessary. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand that. Even in the NBA, you know, they have to get tested yeah nba nhl any soccer team any any sport really you can think of they all have to like live within this bubble essentially and they can't leave it which is like Mm. pretty weird if you think about it but but that's the only thing that's working right like yeah i don't think um just wearing a mask is is gonna prevent sufficient Yeah. yeah yeah especially in sports where you know you had to play without a mask because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to just breathe normally and everything. Exactly. Right. You're constantly perspiring and, and sweating and breathing heavily. And yeah, that's, you're not going to be able to contain that. So it, it makes sense why they need that isolated bubble just for sports specifically. Yeah. And so now uh, you're done with school. How does that feel? Like being done after so many years of going to school yeah no it's it's refreshing one uh two it's boring right just because of the fact that i'm not just constantly meeting new people and like um having uh, you know people like you to like reach out to me like people i haven't been in touch with for a long time it's it's literally just you're you're in your own little isolated work bubble too like the only mm-hmm. people you can really meet are um just coworkers and other employees yeah so it's it's really a different weird thing to adjust to also just moved out so like that whole process is also just a little stressful but i'm finally starting to like settle in um Mm -hmm. and then uh, yeah a bunch of crazy things happened at my last job that i just actually recently um resigned from and i just got a new one so i'm just in a weird transition stage right now what happened to before your other job yeah, no. So um, I was an operations manager at um, PepsiCo Free Delay. Oh, yeah. There was, there was a lot of complications just around that story. And um, I don't want to, like, you know, batten off my previous company, especially. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah. But it, there was just a lot of different circumstances that did not align with my interests or how I felt was uh, would be conducive for a good environment for me to, like, grow and develop in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it just, things just like didn't fit with, with what I wanted. And I was reached out to by a recruiter on LinkedIn, um, about this new opportunity, which was in supply chain. Um, I'm current, I'm a supply chain operations concentration, yeah. um, guy. So like supply chain, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, she offered me basically this opportunity to apply for their, um, supply chain operations specialist role at Flexport. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I looked a little more into the company. Um, one thing that I was really attracted by was the fact that it's a three-minute walk from my apartment. So I'm like literally looking at <laughs> the office building right now. It's pretty dope. <laughs> um, you really can't be something like that. Plus, you know, um, all the other benefits, the fact that it's, you know, really started culture the mm-hmm. started in 2015. Um, I applied and went through like three and a half rounds of interviews and it was, it was fun. It was a great learning experience. It was pretty intensive um like going through like a case interview i've never done one of those before um but i got it and mm-hmm. i started on the 14th so i have pretty much exactly like a week left of vacation so i start <laughs> yeah that's great and great to hear uh that you're happy with your new job you know yeah that's good well, I'm, I'm i'm happy to get started i'm, I'm excited yeah. to get started uh we'll see if i actually like it fingers crossed but mm-hmm. uh yeah we'll see yeah like you mentioned that you're a supply, supply chains, like mm-hmm. uh major, uh, what made you like get into that field or what made you interested? Yeah. No, that's a um, good question. <laughs> Originally, what were, what did you study first off? Like what's Entrep- your concentration? Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Okay. Have yeah. you always wanted to do that? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it, right. like no getting into college. Like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Like gotcha. run my own okay. business and everything. Yeah, sure. Um, no, yeah, I, um, I came into college with a similar mindset. I initially wanted to, to uh, go into hotel restaurant management, actually. I wanted to open up my own hotel or restaurant at some point. I think I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was originally going to go to Cal Poly Pomona for that because they have a good hospitality program. Um, but, you know, I pitched that idea to my parents and my parents were kind of just like, well, you know, it's a little specific. If you end up not liking that concentration, uh, two, three years down the line, you'll end up screwed and have a degree in any subject you don't actually like or care about. Right. And I was like, Ooh, good point. So they said, you should just like do business. So I was like, okay, sure. Um, so I just decided to do, to be a business major. Um, and I was basically debating between like USC and Chelsea Fullerton. I'll say for yeah. I chose because I got to the business honors program. Uh, you know, all the benefits there. Uh, and it's like 20 times cheaper. So I thought, eh, why not? I'll become a fa- my parents' favorite shop because I'm cheap. <laughs> um, so I, I opted for Cal State Fullerton. And then I actually discovered I had a passion for recruiting. So HR, human resources specifically. Um, that's when I landed an internship with Boeing as a human resources intern, uh, working specifically with the college recruitment team. I just mm-hmm. loved everything recruitment. Like, I don't know if you remember, but I remember recruiting you uh, from yeah. the business program. I remember interviewing you. Yeah, like that um, was over, I think over a year ago now. Like that, yeah. I told, you were like one of the first group of people that I told that I was going to do the podcast. Like, I uh-huh. think before my parents even knew, like I didn't even tell them. <laughs> then, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, then, I remember uh, interviewing you specifically. I remember because like, uh, you said ask me just, just because of like your name. I was like, she, she am, shy am, yeah, like how yeah. do I pronounce that? You know, just making myself sound stupid. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I, so I, I wanted to go into recruiting and that was my passion. I really enjoyed my internship, um, after my sophomore year. And then, uh, at the start of my junior year, I took an operations class. 
at Fullerton and my professor, his name is Mr. Andy Kendish. He's not Fullerton anymore, but he was a fantastic professor. He's someone I definitely still consider like a professional mentor. We still stay in touch, but, um, I really liked the operations class and it was the first business class I actually liked because I hated accounting. I hated finance. Yeah. I hated ISDS. You know, you're taking all those. I, I'm, a, I'm in accounting right now. You're in accounting? Yeah, you're not yeah. a fan, right? Yeah, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> um, I hated those classes. I just, my brain just doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. I'm a lot more people oriented. And it's like, you know, operations is definitely more people oriented, but you're also um, able to like deliver quantitative substantial results right in hr mm-hmm. you can't really do that like hr you're as you progress through business hr is more of like a cost center like hr doesn't really like make the business money like per se yeah of operations you can make changes where you can actually save millions of dollars just by making simple fixes mm-hmm. and i was really attracted by that just because it's like cool i can make you know an actual difference and i can see the quantitative result of it um so that sophomore year, I was interviewing with, I was doing, I was applying to like HR and supply chain jobs or internships specifically. So I was with, I had offers with LinkedIn, uh, BMW, I was interviewing yeah. with Johnson Johnson and then PepsiCo. PepsiCo, however, was the only one that offered me for supply chain. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can either slam dunk my HR resume um, having like LinkedIn and Boeing, you know, prior to graduation and kick yeah. ass there, or I can like diversify my skill set and just like sample this job and see if I can try or find something here that I like. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going for that route. Um, took took PepsiCo, did the internship my summer between junior and senior year. Really liked it. They gave me a full time job, and then I took it. Um, and they wanted me to start part time from January. Right. And then complicated things happens. Uh, basically, the onboarding process was a bit more complicated uh, than everyone thought. So I had to like wait a couple months to get like drug tested and background checked again. And then uh, take out the late. Right? Yeah. It was just a long process. Yeah. And then, and then in March, and when I was ready to start, it was like, boom, COVID. And I was like, yeah. ah, shit. <laughs> so like, I, I couldn't start until like April because they were just going through a bunch of other procedures, like corporate wise not wanting to like let new people in um and then it, it was just like a lot of things happened and i was kind of just like you know i don't think that's just a cultural a cultural fit for me um mm-hmm. so i started looking elsewhere and here i am yeah. where i am now yeah so supply chains is like a pretty booming market right now with all the online shopping and oh yeah no so- supply chain is uh Trade in general is is booming, um, especially just like internationally because everyone's opening up again. And since everyone is like bored in the U.S. and not doing anything, what are we doing to stay mm-hmm. occupied? We're doing stupid things like I'm buying plants, right? Because there's yeah. nothing else to do at home. Um, like if you look at my apartment, like I literally have like I've lost count at least a dozen plants in my apartment just because it's like <laughs> I live with my sister and she's gotten and she has like an addiction to plants or something. So like we're just buying things, right? Like. Yeah. Everyone is is doing useless buying, really. It's just like stay entertained, like keep yourself occupied, because mm-hmm. um, it's not like you can do much going outside anymore. So yeah, yeah, no. That's- supply chain is definitely useful for helping that continue. Mm-hmm. Like, so what does supply chain management like actually do within a company? Sure. Yeah. Um, so let's say your mic that you're using right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how many companies do you think came together to make that mic? 
was it just one? Was it just the one company that um, you know sells you that mic? No, right? It's like you, with you the materials have, and yeah, all, with the, all stuff the materials, that the metal, the the styrofoam, the Amazon that you ordered it from, the distribution centers that you know all came together to like put all those things together, all the manufacturing plants that came into welding that metal together, um, all the different little pieces that came together to like build that one mic. Mm-hmm. There's at least like I want to say like 50 or so different companies or different like organizations that came together to like just build that one single mic. Yeah. Supply chain essentially encompasses everything from the start of the raw materials to the distribution of you receiving that mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so supply chain is like so broad and so general. There's so many different assets or facets that like come together to like that that makes up supply chain. There's like distribution. There's manufacturing. There's logistics. There's you name it, right? Yeah. Um, so that's why I like it, just because it's so broad and there's so many different little pieces you can get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's just interesting to see all the different pieces come together um, to get your final box. If if you liked playing with Legos as a kid, you're probably gonna like supply chain. Yeah, just like man managing like all the logistics of how to sure. get a product. Yeah. And then ship it to the customer. Yeah. Or for like one small example would be like, let's say you have uh, a trailer. Okay. And this, this truck trailer can fit, let's say 28 pallets of these. Fuck it. Bose speakers. Okay. They can fit 28 pallets of Bose speakers. Mm-hmm. But if you realize that you can learn a way to optimize your cube utilization of this trailer and you're able to manage to fit 32 pallets as opposed to 28 pallets, into this one trailer by fitting all the pallets in horizontally or something, as opposed to pinwheeling them. Um, you're, you're saving that much money by taking that many less trips from all those trailers. And it's, it's just making everything efficient. You're, you're basically just like finding certain things within your current business that you can just optimize and make better, faster, cheaper, and more efficient. Yeah. That's like what Amazon does. Like, Oh yeah. Not really? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Amazon that they've really like built their whole shipping industry like based around like optimizing exactly everything their their infrastructure is and a lot of it is like digitized too so there's a lot of just like um mistakes that are no longer being made because men aren't doing that work it's just all like computed Mm -hmm. like through like a giant robot that they've like built over the years right yeah I saw a video recently about like supply chains being more automated like what what's it what does that future look like like more automation rather than people working yeah well i mean more automation just means uh companies are saving more money um and spending less labor and making investments on yeah uh making things easier and faster for them i don't know what that means for like the job market or how difficult it's going to be for like frontline members who are you know um used to like having you know assembly line type work but it's yeah it's kind of scary to see how fast and exponentially all of that is growing Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time i don't know it depends on what you know economic belief you have you believe trickle down or whatever if you if the company has money that just means the company's going to open up more warehouses and make more jobs or whatever right i don't know yeah everything is growing everything is booming like we're in a new like industrial revolution if you will Um, And really I think cool. really the, exciting. the pandemic even might have pushed it even more to be more automated because of social distancing. Exactly. They yeah. They don't want as many people grouped together. 
So might as well get a machine or a robot to do the same task. And exactly. Do yeah. it for longer. And especially if it's the same thing, like, like grabbing boxes, putting labels and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, I don't know if you've seen like uh, the uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory movie where basically like Charlie's dad is like, he works in a toothpaste factory and like all he does is like screw toothpaste caps onto you know toothpaste yeah. containers and then they hired like a robot that just like screws it in like automatically right yeah and he's without a job it's stuff like that uh, a lot of that's gonna happen i predict i'm guessing uh mm-hmm. soon yeah i mean it just saves them money like the company money and it saves time as well overall that's yeah. exactly. just way better yeah so i want to talk about like uh how you got those internships like in during college like what what did you do to to get yourself out there sure um so i guess my freshman year i really wasn't that involved on campus like i wasn't i was in business honors but i really didn't do much Mm -hmm. um i was sort of like a more of like a nerd and and really just didn't really branch out or like try to make new friends and join greek life i i commuted so i didn't even dorm um and then my sister who is also a business major at the time she was getting her mba at usc she was kind of grilling me saying hey you need to figure out what you want to do otherwise you're going to be stuck like half the other business students that are in college that don't know what they're doing they're in their third and fourth years don't have internships and now they're like trying to find a job in town yeah so you need to start figuring out now as a freshman what you like and what you don't like so that's mm-hmm. when we started going over all the different um segments of, of business concentrations and maybe finance accounting blah 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 obviously I didn't like those and then I saw HR and that entailed recruiting. So the second semester of my freshman year I joined SEHR, which is Society of Excellence and Human Resources. Um, picked up a board position there because I just displayed that like I had an interest for it and uh, I just wanted something on my resume right that wasn't yeah. Chick-fil-A because I was working in Chick-fil-A at the time. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I, I had that on my resume, plus a pretty good GPA because I just studied and was just like a nerd for mm-hmm. that entire year. Um, and actually, what was interesting is uh, a business owner's alumni, his name is John Beta, he sent out this bulletin to all the business owners freshmen saying, hey, Boeing is hosting this summer program called BASE. It's called Boeing Accelerated Student Experience. And they're looking for 50 individuals um, broken up into segments of IT, engineering, finance, supply chain, and human resources. And at the time, I wanted to go into human resources, so I thought, hey, let me give it a shot. So I just applied, you know, in the middle of studying for finals. I totally forgot I ever applied. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got an interview when I was, uh, I got an interview like in like May or June-ish or something, saying, hey, mm-hmm. congratulations, you've been selected for an interview for base. Um, would you like to proceed? And I said, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I totally don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I interviewed with them. I told them why I was passionate about HR resources. And I basically just said like, you know, I, I just have a passion for recruiting. It's, um, I think I had an eye for seeing whether or not a person, um, will fit with a culture that is already established. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a good I'm a relatively good judge of character to see whether or not their skill sets will be able to use and it's they're just like compatible, um, whatnot. And I I kind of just said like I want to do recruiting. Like I think college recruiters have such a cool and fulfilling job about being able to call students and tell them like, hey, 
you got an offer, congrats. And, you know, like yeah. there's really nothing more rewarding than like giving that call to someone and hearing mm-hmm. their reaction, even if you can't see it, you know, just hearing that reaction, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a magical feeling. Um, so that's, that's kind of what drew me to that. And then I went to base that, that was in the summer in August. I still remember August 1st through 4th in 2017. They flew us out to Seattle, where we were able to take a tour of all the different um, Boeing manufacturing plants. Uh, yeah. Everett, Brenton, you name it. I um, went to the like Boeing like museum that they have in Seattle. Like I think last year. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. You probably went to the same one I did. Um, yeah. It was really cool. We got like a behind the stage tour. Like we were like walking on the floor. It, it was just it was just massive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, massive and dynamic. And yeah, for it's me, crazy. It was, like like they, they have like big planes like in their warehouses. It's it's yeah. absolutely uh, huge. By vault, by volume, those that Boeing warehouse specifically is like the biggest building just by volume. Damn which that thing to me is like nuts. Yeah, that, that's um, crazy. So when, you know, we were like networking with the recruiters, because that was kind of just like for them to sample whether or not they wanted those students to be interns. Mm-hmm. As I was like, you know, interviewing with the recruiters, I basically just told them like, yeah, I want your job. <laughs> you know, I was just like, I want to be a recruiter. Like, I think it'd be awesome. Like, I think I would be a valuable addition. This is XYZ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of them told me, like, her name was Katie. She's like, hey, would you be interested in just interning with me if I'd seen next summer in Seattle? And I was like, fuck yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would love that. That would be super yeah. Um, And I did. That's, that's pretty much how I got started. It was yeah. literally just like I, I, I was a bookworm for my first year, mm-hmm. applied to this out-of-the-blue opportunity, and somehow got it. Um, yeah. There, there really never know what it, special. What, yeah, you never know what it's going to lead yeah. to. So Exactly. I guess my only advice is just like you, if you ever see anything like that, like, just apply like nothing's gonna hurt like you're, mm-hmm. you're not you're not gonna get hurt from it like and don't try not to like bank bank on it or like think too much on it because like for me i totally forgot i even applied um <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i only got in because like i'm one asian and two a male in human resources <laughs> and that's like relatively rare like i've only seen one other asian uh guy in a human resources role before in my entire life uh-huh. um so I feel like just like the diversity aspect, you know, helped bump me up a bit. Because like the four other students that were HR, two of them were from Cornell, one was from USC, one of them was UT Austin. And I was kind of just like, uh, <laughs> I'm out of my league in Cal State Washington. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was, it was a humbling experience. But yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's, that's great to, to see that experience, like of just trying new things, stepping outside of your comfort zone a little bit. And then... Exactly, yeah. 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 And I also want to talk about LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn's a a tool that you use for uh connecting with people in the business world, right? And um I, I wanna ask like how how have you used uh LinkedIn for your career? Well, for one, LinkedIn landed me the job that I just got, you know, like um I was essentially like kind of headhunted, like from a recruiter, like out mm-hmm. of nowhere, never heard of Flexport before, never like knew it existed never knew that it was um 500 yards away from my my apartment like Mm -hmm. i i kind of just i think i spend too much time on linkedin personally Mm -hmm. like i i spend a lot of time like browsing through jobs or just looking at profiles you know just like stalking people and like saying (laughs) oh did you want to just view your profile like yeah yeah Yeah. i did which you can do about it you know no (laughs) but it's it's like a it's a fun tool it's really cool to like used to kind of just like measure uh like where other people are like in life and it's kind of just like 
you kind of look at like really successful people's profiles and kind of just think like, damn, I want to be that, you know, like I want to, I want to hit that level someday. Um, I, I think LinkedIn is just such a powerful tool too, because there's just so much opportunity. Like if you look back 10, 15, 20 years ago, it didn't really exist. It wasn't apparent at all. And people weren't like applying through jobs on LinkedIn. Yeah. And recruiters didn't Even have the, the ability. Online, like the online aspect of applying wasn't really exactly. A good yeah, exactly. And like recruiters didn't have the ability to kind of just surf the web and like look up people that were like good fits for those roles. And now you have that. Like I would recommend any student who is applying for a, or who wants a job to just get a LinkedIn, whether or not you're a business major. It's it's so useful. Like mm-hmm. you never know what doors are going to open up for you. You never know what opportunities are going to come like just on a silver platter for you. Yeah. And then yeah. you 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 just connect with people that like it shows you the people that go to your same school like exactly the yeah. alumni and then yeah. you just connect and you, you find reach out to different them people and yeah. Exactly. And it's not like a creepy thing or anything cuz it's kind of just like you expect it, right? It's LinkedIn. It's like, yeah, it's, that's the whole point, professional networking. Mm-hmm. If you reached out to let's say you're trying to apply for Boeing, right? And you um look up like Oh, 48 people who work at Boeing, let's say, went to Cal State Fullerton. I'm sure you can reach out to any of the people that um, went to Cal State Fullerton, like on that list. Like, if you reached out to them saying, Hey, I'm interested in applying for this position, they'd be more than willing to like talk to you and like offer you advice just because you have that connection. Yeah. It's, it's a great tool that a lot of people use now, especially mm-hmm. as a, as it's become more of a social platform to like put people post stuff on there as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good platform. And uh, I want to ask you about like last year, you went to the Forbes uh, 30 mm. for 30, uh, 30 under 30 summit. Um, how was that experience uh, going there? No, yeah, that was it was a really cool opportunity. Um, it like I, I didn't even, uh, I hadn't heard of it until I started seeing all the posts blow up on LinkedIn. You know, like you said, right? You get a lot of exposure from that. Yeah. Uh, like I saw everyone saying, hey, like, uh, I just like to announce, like, I just, um, whatever, Forbes under 30 scholar. And then I was like, dude, what is this? Like, how do I get a part of this? Like, this sounds <laughs> super cool. And I was like looking at all the people's profiles that like got it. And I was like, huh, these are like really successful people. Like, I wonder, like, if I apply, like, I, I could get it too. Um, and then I had a friend who reached out to me saying like, Oh, Hey, like you should apply for this. Like, I feel like you're, you could totally like get a chance. Cause I think like the total cost to attend the program is like, like upwards of like $500 or something like that. And then if you're a scholar, if you apply for it and just explain, like you have to like fill out two essays, um, you basically get it for free. You just have to pay for travel, um, and like living expenses there for like whatever that week. So I applied for it. It was in Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I flew out to Detroit, and then um, Jared, my counterpart. Um, yeah. If you know me, you know Jared. If you know Jared, you probably know me. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we we both have like identical resumes, really. Like we're both supply chain operations, both business owners. We both mm-hmm. worked at Chick Fil A. That's how that's how we met, actually. <laughs> Damn. Um, so I, I I applied for it, and I was like, Yo, Jared, like you should apply for this. He's like, Why? And I was like, Dude, just do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> why not? Um, and then he applied. He got it too. So we both just like went together. Um, and it was just a really awesome experience. I learned from a lot of um, really cool individuals, uh, just up and coming like technology that was like announced like only at the summit, and um, really fun just exploring a city too that I've never been to in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. What would 
was the summit about where they're like speakers and yeah no there were there were a lot of speakers from people from like a variety of like so we had like a bunch of different like athletes like we had serena williams we had um djs we had like uh 21 savage or um we had ceos of a bunch of different startups we had it, it was just a huge like diverse group of um different professionals of different industries um everyone young and it was just really cool because like because of the because of their age it really makes you feel like dude i'm not too far off from you like we're not that distant like everything you have accomplished i can too so it was a really like empowering um really cool experience that really just felt like uplifting and like wow like i can i can achieve what you have to it just mm-hmm. takes a little bit of grit and harder work and dedication because I definitely lack that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it was, it was really cool. Um, I know they were supposed to have it again in Detroit this year, but COVID, yeah. um, which sucks, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure it'll come back soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just being around people that are like, are trying to achieve more in their life and try to gain success. Like if you're just around that, those types of people, Exactly. You will, yeah. You will attain those traits. Basically. Exactly. And I think that's so important. I'm a very firm believer in you are who you surround yourself with. You know, if you mm-hmm. surround yourself with, with other professionals that are high achievers, that are very ambitious, that know what they were, are trying to find out what they want in life and are taking the necessary steps to get there, you're probably going to end up being like one of those people too, right? If you yeah. hang out with a bunch of slackers who don't really care about school, who don't really care about their futures, you're likely going to end up like that too, right? So I think yeah. it's super important. Um, and another reason why I'm so grateful for like business honors is being surrounded by like-minded individuals and being just being around so much raw talent when mm-hmm. you yourself are raw talent too. Um, you really just like bring out the best out of everyone around you and everyone does that for you too. Um, and like being in an area where everyone's just like brilliant, like at Forbes, mm-hmm. um, you just glean from all that knowledge and it's, it's just awesome. It's a great environment. Yeah. I think that's a great way of ending it. Uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you uh, doing this. Yeah. yeah, no worries. Thanks, thanks for inviting me. Really appreciate it. This is cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and um, we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye.